All right, why don't we go ahead and get started? Um, so first SIP we're going to have today um, we're gonna, is going to be presented by Jordan um, from Synthetics. And Jordan um, will be presenting SIP 155, which is for deprecating the Synthetics DAO. Um, so if you go ahead and chat, check the GovCall chat uh, channel um, in the Discord, it's just the text channel, you'll see I've pasted the uh, SIP 155 in there. So you can go ahead and follow along as Jordan is presenting. So Jordan, the floor is yours. Thanks, David. Yeah, so SIP 155, deprecating the SDAO. Uh, basically, the SIP proposes um, to, to deprecate uh, the existing DAO and uh, I guess create uh, two new bodies. Uh, one of them is the, the Treasury Council, which is what the SIP is mostly focused on here. Uh, and the core contributor committee, which is uh, also uh, a SIP, but it's basically in draft and, and will be um, be more fully fleshed out uh, over the coming weeks. Um, so the synthetics DAO was sort of part of the um, the transition from the foundation, um, and so the the kind of the, the DAO itself is is one of the or if not the final. Um, legacy uh, component, which is not necessarily under the control of, uh, of token holders, either directly or indirectly. And um, it really folds this into um, the other DAOs that exist. Um, so the other, the other DAOs, obviously, that we have, um, Protocol DAO, Grants DAO, um, the Spartan Council, and the Ambassador DAO. Uh, and so, um, yeah, the motivation here is that we want to make sure that uh, all the components of governance uh, have some type of uh, mechanism that uh, allows token holders control. Um, so that's kind of the motivation. Um, in terms of like the, the overview, the SIP proposes that uh, the Treasury Council will be um, voted in by token holders. Uh, it'll be voted in based on uh, your percentage of debt, um, but with no quadratic formula added to the weighting. Um, and in terms of alignment, it'll be aligned with the other epochs. Um, so the, the initial uh, epoch, if this is approved, will be shortened, uh, and then it'll be in line with the, um, uh, the, the other DAO uh, epochs. Uh, in terms of just outlining the responsibilities for the Treasury Council, um, so the, the the SIP talks about what the Synthetics DAO is, is currently uh, in charge of or responsible for. Um, so currently, the Synthetics DAO, um, as listed in the SIP, is responsible for Treasury management, for contributor grant payments, core contributor discretionary bonuses, governance, partic participation payments, um, so funding grants DAO, funding protocol DAO, funding the PDAO costs, um, discretionary incentives, partnership and operational costs, and also OTC and strategic deal making. Um, so this SIP uh, places the following functions under the Treasury Council. So overall Treasury management. Uh, this would include approving uh, and negotiating OTC or strategic deals, um, governance participation payments, funding the uh, core contributor uh, committee, or I guess the, the group, the core contributors, uh, funding the grant DAO, funding the protocol DAO, um, and discretionary incentives. Um, so uh, 
the numbers that uh, are in the SIP are, are a little out of date because the the um, the value of the treasury moves around uh, quite a bit. Um, so uh, in the SIP, it talks about the the total sort of estimate of the treasury being about three hundred and fifty million uh, net, uh, and I think that number is is probably closer to four hundred and fifty million now. Um, and yeah, the 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 core wallets that need to be essentially managed here are um, a, a multi-sig and um, a, a, another. So there's one multi-sig that has most of the um, uh, alternative assets, and then there's a there's an address that has the the bulk of the SNX. Um, so I'm thinking, what else? Uh, so, in terms of uh, the core contributor committee, so there is a bit of a bit of uh, crossover in terms of um, uh, discussing what the core contributors will be um, will be set up with as part of this this transition. So, um, the Treasury Council has negotiated with the core contributor, or will negotiate with the core contributors, um, a a kind of an upfront. Um, uh, amount of funds that will be for the operation of the core contributors. So there's a um, uh, payments to core contributors, including uh, operating expenses, etc. Um, uh, I think that's the bulk of the the SIP and and I guess the the proposal itself. So happy to take any any questions. Um, I have a couple of questions. Uh, so I know um, there have been an, a number of conversations um, between you know core contributors, Biden Council, other stakeholders in the project around this. Obviously, this is a, an extremely um, important SIP to get right, I think. Um, can you just walk through, for everyone's benefit, the the reasoning behind having a direct token holder election uh you know with um uh presumably you know people um nominating themselves like like they do in other uh governance bodies versus uh some of the alternatives uh that, that were considered um including you know having the uh the spartan council directly uh elect the signers etc yeah so i think the the consensus was that the various DAOs should have, uh, you know, levels of autonomy. Uh, so, for example, the alternative that you mentioned, ha having the Spartan Council um, themselves vote in the the Treasury Council, uh, creates a, a level of centralization uh, you know, into a single group that is not so at least suboptimal. Um, so clearly, the, the the Treasury is an important part of uh, of the protocol and and the success of the protocol. Um, so having token holders uh, be able to to influence directly um, their views on on the people that uh, that would be managing the treasury and and fulfilling those functions separate to you know the decisions that the that the Spartan Council makes I think um, is is a is a more ideal setup and 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 much more decentralized um, you know overall. Um, so I don't know if that answers the question fully, but um, that's that's definitely one of the considerations around giving token holders a chance to um, to directly influence who um, uh, you know who, who ultimately gets onto the Treasury Council. 
yeah that i think that that does that addresses it um and i think you know from my perspective having direct uh, elections is certainly preferable from from a token holder perspective to have you know um i guess uh yeah like more granular control i suppose of of who's on which governance body rather than electing one you know uh one governance body and then having them uh, appoint people um i guess the the trade-off though is that the signers will need to be uh public um so maybe can you speak to that at all so that is definitely one of the the kind of considerations that was debated considerably um from one perspective it's not ideal for you know signers of something like a treasury dow to um or council, I should say, to be to be doxxed. Um, but uh, again, in in the interest of transparency and the ability for the community as a whole to make decisions on, um, you know, how treasury management is being performed and and what decisions are being made, um, I, there really isn't another alternative, or at least there wasn't a reasonable alternative um, without crazy amounts of obfuscation and um, and layering of, of um, groups that know and groups that don't know, which is not ideal. Um, so ultimately the, the people that put their hands up and wanna nominate and will be on the Treasury Council will have to be comfortable um, being public. And um, uh, again, the, the sort of the trade-off here is, is transparency um, over potentially some, some hesitation around security and things like that. Got it. Understood. Um, presumably, anons will will still be welcome to. Um... Yes, that's true. Yeah, they will be. Yep. Yeah. Um, so any anyone is is welcome to um, to to nominate. So um, this is true. I guess from a security perspective, if you're a non, then you're in a slightly better position in that way. Cool. Okay. Makes sense. There's a question in the chat. How many members will serve on the council? Four members. Um, so there'll be uh, there'll be nominations, and ultimately uh, four four members that will um, will be on the first treasury council. And is it a three out of four multi sig, or a, or what's the multi sig? Yeah. Terms? So so um, I'm not sure if the the SIP actually ends up covering that, but um, three out of four is is what we um, what we have proposed, I guess, through some of the conversations. I might I might formalize it um, in the SIP if it's not there. Um, but three out of four, um, again, we have to we have to think about the the kind of trade-offs between uh, you know being able to uh, reasonably uh, approve and execute transactions. Um, but also considering uh, security. Um, so there are, uh, depending on what we're talking about, you know, I think doing transactions um, for the uh, alternative assets is, is maybe even a little bit um, easier, but things like claiming, um, minting, burning and things can be uh, a little challenging with uh, a lot of signers. Um, so uh, yeah, three out of four is, is Kind of the proposal um, to, to try to strike that balance. Thanks. There's another question in the chat. Um, 
how many members were in the SDAO up until now, just to get a feeling for how it was done in the past. There were three so, signers. Yeah, three three signers. Um, and I'm just trying to think if there's any other color to add. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's I guess, a simple answer. There were three signers in the past. Yeah, it was two of three, two of three multi-sig. Okay, and one one other question from Alexander. Do council members get paid? Uh, yes, so the um, uh, anyone on the Treasury Council will get a, a, a thousand SNX uh, stipend. Is that specified in the SIP? <laughs> I just reread it. I don't recall seeing it. I might have missed it. And also, if that is that variable at all, because like who would decide? It should be it. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, yeah, just looking at the SIP, it, it, you're right. It's not. It's not in there. Um, I uh, I can add it uh, and then re repropose the, uh, uh, the the SIP if, if that's the if that's the process, but. Um, uh, uh in terms of who decides that's a that's a good question um my assumption would be that if we're handing all uh governance participation payments uh to this new treasury council um i think previously it sat with the SDAO, uh so now we'd have a more formal process which would allow us to maybe uh i guess reassess those payments um across the board uh, for all the different governing bodies. Um, I would assume that modifying that starting point would require uh, like a meta governance SIP, um, which would require uh, like a, um, you know, some kind of uh, unanimous vote by the Treasury Council. Um, and presumably, uh, you know, token holders could uh, dilute if they tried to do something that was against community consensus, um, which would pre prevent them from changing it. Yeah, um, and I, what we could also do is uh, we could make the Spartan Council and the Treasury Council, um, regardless of what the number is, uh, an equal amount, just so that there's consistency across both of those councils. Yeah, that makes um, so sense. you know, what, whatever whatever the number is, uh, you know, the SNX number might move around in the future based on the price of SNX. So whatever that number may may be, um, sort of connecting the two together, I guess, makes it less um, ambiguous about like who, who you know the decisions around um, you know self interest. So I've uh, yeah, um, so just reading the language here. Um, governance participation payments. The Treasury Council will set and manage the governance payments for all elected members of governance bodies. Um, maybe that just needs some expansion around, you know, what uh, what thresholds would be required for changes to those numbers, et cetera. <clears throat> yep, we can go and add add that. And maybe maybe you could even uh, set the initial parameters of what the current um, governance payments are, just so that we have a, a status quo at the time of this SIP. 
for each of the governance bodies? Is in setting uh, setting uh, numbers and floors, or just uh, just in terms of even just talking through some structure about how those decisions are made. I think some structure around how those decisions are made. So you know, if if they are meta governance um, SIPs, right? Um, because the Treasury Council will need a mechanism for voting on something, right? Um, and SIPs are under the purview of the Spartan Council. So there, it may mean that if there's some formal process that's required for the Treasury Council to vote on something, there needs to be like a, a, a template and a formal document uh, that specifies what that is um, in order yep. for them to, to vote on it. Um, so we may need to, uh, you know, introduce some kind of governance template, um, like a, you know, I don't know, uh, yeah, some something along those lines. Does anyone have any thoughts on that from the council? I mean, like I guess never, you could say that never the, had this the, situation. the multi-say votes are votes. But. Yeah, but I in like let's let's say that in two epochs time, the Treasury Council decides to you know rebase uh, the governance payments, right, um, or or change them completely and go from paying SNX to SUSD or something like that, right? Um, if the Treasury Council decided to do something like that, that would override an SIP that exists, right? But the Treasury Council doesn't have the ability to vote on an SIP, only the Spartan Council does. Um, so I'm just not sure what procedurally would need to happen there. Um, you know, well, I think this, doesn't this SIP basically give them jurisdiction over it? Yeah, it would. So I guess they just vote. They just, they just uh, you know, put a proposal in to say that we're adjusting all the payments. I just feel like maybe there needs to be some kind of template for what format those adjustments need budgeting maybe there needs to be like a budget template or something like that and and they just approve that budget and within that budget they make any changes as needed um, but it feels like this treasury council is going to be making decisions and and is going to need some kind of process for making those decisions and having them uh you know clearly documented so maybe we do need some kind of proposal template for the the treasury council I'm on board with that. Um, the other one would be separating out budgetary questions versus investment decisions versus mm. anything anything else. Um, yep. Just as you were describing that, it kind of reminded me of like essentially how the U.S. government works with budget <laughs> versus revenue versus everything else. Yeah, Michael. So how, maybe like how yeah. how would we break that out? Like, are you saying that we would have multiple councils doing? different functions uh like yes yeah. um that wasn't specifically what i meant what i was referring to was having something that was more of a budget proposal and having that over whatever period whatever periodicity makes sense uh and then also decisions that are made for changing the breakdown of the investments of the treasury uh, or major changes to that investment program both of which would be powers that the Treasury Council would have. They'd just be separate decision types. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think in, in terms of an investment mandate or investment strategy, et cetera, 
Um, at least my assumption was that it would continue to be fairly discretionary um, and we wouldn't want to necessarily introduce a lot of overhead. Um, but let's say, you know, there is some threshold or something like that, you know, $10 million or whatever, like you can't just YOLO into like alien punks, for example. Um, you know, there, there's some kind of mandate, I guess. Um, but I still feel like ultimately the, the dilution power that token holders have um, over, uh, you know, over the treasury council, um, which again, maybe needs to be, uh, clearly specified because, um, SIP 104 and didn't contemplate this body existing. So maybe there needs to be some, uh, some explicit, uh, um, process documented around how token holders would, uh, would kind of you know dissolve the treasury council if they were concerned about the the way that they were investing uh funds or you know or any other decisions they were making um but i think what i'm kind of imagining is like something like a you know synthetic treasury proposal like an stp or something like that that would you know have a, a specific format um you know anyone and anyone within the Treasury Council can propose it, or even maybe any community member can propose it, and then the Treasury Council would vote on that. So if, if a community member believes that, you know, the uh, some discretionary incentive needs to be passed or whatever, um, that, you know, there's a formalized process for ensuring that, you know, it's being reviewed properly and, uh, and yeah, and processed. I, I think that would be helpful. Um, you know, obviously, just being mindful of overhead as well, though. Yeah, and just to go back to Michael's point around, as an example, you know the the kind of uh, the mandate for investments and and what would happen uh, within some type of at least there are some bounds to that. I would imagine that uh, the uh, potential candidates that are you know putting their their hats or throwing the hats in the ring would actually uh, add some type of uh, you know. Kind of a proposal themselves around how they would view um, being on the on the council, what type of risk tolerance they have, etc. Um, so I, I would think that the voting itself would somewhat contain the um, uh, the you know the range of of options that uh, the council would have by by kind of the definition of the people inside them. But um, but yeah, maybe maybe adding another kind of overarching ma mandate would also be. So to be clear, is there dilution in this proposal or are we saving that for like a leader SIP maybe? There isn't in this uh, in the proposal, um, but happy to, to discuss that as, as some mechanism for safety. I do think yeah, there could be room for some more token holder oversight, um, just in case you have a treasury council that goes totally rogue. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think I was contemplating that we would leverage the same uh, snapshot um, uh, logic as, as we do for the Spartan Council, but we do explicitly say without quadratic uh, scaling um, because we're worried about uh, civil attacks being, being more problematic here within the Treasury. Um, so I think that if we assume that uh, it's inheriting all of the other logic from uh, the Spartan Council 
snapshot space that uh, dilution would be built into that. But it could be more explicit. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Outside of the quadratic formula, I think everything else was um, uh, was implied that it would be working off the infrastructure that we have. The risk, obviously, here is that it's a multi-sig, right? Like there isn't a way for token holders to like stop that multi-sig. Um, unfortunately, I don't. I don't think there's any way to like. There's no. Um, there's no mechanism on chain, at least, uh, whereby token holders could explicitly prevent uh, the multi-sig signers from, from signing any future transactions. Um, it would require a fair amount of work, I believe. So I think we just need to be mindful of the fact that, you know, we have a, a pretty large duty of care to get the voting right on this. Um, and it will be, the PDAO uh, that will distribute the, the uh, Treasury Council NFTs like they do the Spartan Council NFTs. Um, and I think that they need to be very uh, sort of watchful of that, uh, that multi-sig initially to make sure that everything's uh, going smoothly. That's kind of the only check that we have uh, on the power of the Treasury Council, unfortunately, right now. But in the future, I do think we should have some direct control by token holders. So the PDAO could, they could pull the NFT, but they couldn't pull them off the multi-sig, could they? Well, my assumption was that the NFT would actually be the, uh, the, the mechanism uh, that would allow them to sign transactions, um, but it's actually gonna be a signing wallet. Um, so I don't, again, I don't think there's any way of enforcing that, unfortunately. Like it seems like something NFT. that should be possible, but it should be. It should be. I mean, we talked about a few different options um, in terms of security. Uh, we, yeah, we might need to just think. Um, we might need to think about uh, how we do that. I know we talked about uh, using like chained multi-sigs as well. Um, so, like a multi-sig that feeds into another multi-sig as the signer. Uh, I don't know where we got to with that research. Um, Jay, I don't know if you've got any input here. No, not yet. I need to do more research. I guess the, the question then kind of comes down to the, the rest of the council. Like, on the assumption that we can, that you know, the Spartan Council, the Protocol DAO, the other governance bodies are confident in the people that are elected, you know, how, how comfortable are we in proceeding with this uh, without some kind of over, direct oversight, given that it's not contemplated here? I mean, we don't have oversight over the SDAO right now. So, I mean, it's not necessarily worse than that, but... And I do think there there is there is a backstop, which is which are the other um, Treasury Council members, right? So there's four members, um, you know, more than uh, more than two members, I guess, would need to go rogue in a scenario where um, you know we're talking about uh, you know, token holders having to intervene. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think. Um, 
you know, if there's if there's one person who 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 isn't for whatever reason uh, under whatever conditions, um, you know, acting in good faith, then um, you know, obviously the actual treasury council itself itself has the power to um to to intervene. Okay. There are a few more comments from Big Penny um, in the Gov call chat. Maybe you guys can just go read them if you have any response. Um, Uh, yep, so a process that allows token holders uh, to approach the Treasury Council uh, with suggestions or petitions. Uh, security and then just have to deposit. Um, I'm skimming through the SIP. I don't see any security. And Treasury members have to deposit. Um, members have to deposit a significant security. So we have and some incentives. Um, potentially, we can layer that over the top. So, requiring a, a deposit on top of um, on top of uh, the, you know the actual nomination and voting process. Um, I would assume that the people on the um, uh, on the Treasury Council will uh, will hold a, a pretty significant um, stack of of SNX, um, and so you know. I think acting in good faith towards the the project is um, uh, is is something that uh, that would be implied there. But uh, but I mean, yeah, I'm open to that if, if that's something that um, the community feels like adds any. I mean, the the thing is, like, let's say someone put like, what would the deposit need to be? Um, because I just don't. Know, yeah, I mean, we're talking about a half a billion dollar treasury. Like, I I just don't know that there's a you either, you know, require like a fifty million dollar deposit or something, right? Which means that like only, you know, one of the ten existing SNX whales can can be on the council, which is, to be fair, been our approach to now, right? Like we literally have, you know, the signers have been, like, you know, some of the top ten SNX holders uh, on on the SDAO to date. Uh, that's been that's been kind of I guess the the backstop, right? Like, you know, you got a bunch of uh, escrowed SNX. If you run off with the treasury, you're probably burning the project and your escrowed SNX, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, you know, that's been the the only kind of, uh, I guess, incentive alignment that we've had really. The other thing is who would manage the slashing? Probably the you, you would assume probably like we do with the PDAO um, that it would be uh, the Spartan Council. Um, it I seems just, like I there's a bit of a danger there in terms of like what's her for like let's say the Treasury <laughs> Council decides to lower the Spartan Council yeah. salary and the Spartan <laughs> Council gets mad it. and slashes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I I do think. I know Big Penny's typing. I'm not sure 
what he's typing seems to be an essay um but i i do think though that we we sometimes get bogged down in in these edge cases um we do need to go back to what is the status quo and the status quo is not legitimate in in my mind um and not transparent and has long long ago uh out, out you know lived its usefulness uh so i think even if this isn't perfect out of the gate provided it doesn't significantly de degrade security and i, I know that the sdao has a lot of lindy um and that's awesome um but uh, you know the trade-offs here are, are pretty large in terms of like project legitimacy as long as we are comfortable that we're not you know putting the, the treasury at significant risk and i don't think that this process does so i i think we can trust um i think we can trust token holders to vote in legitimate people um so yeah oh yeah so yeah big penny uh yeah look uh, my i think my uh expectation is that we're going to have some large holders step up um if i'm not mistaken uh to um to apply um so yeah i think we should have some alignment there uh jordan i had one other question for you um mm -hmm. if you don't mind uh we discussed this and i haven't seen it changed um 7d2a the legacy address is not actually uh manageable by this process so what's your plan there yeah um i i did want to add it as as obviously a flagged uh address otherwise the the numbers don't add up but it, it's not a multi-sig um so i mean we have to come up with a so Rafa and I can come up with a plan to um, uh, to try to 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 move it into the multi-sig, um, but uh, yeah, it's going to require a, you know a fair bit of I guess coordination and and capital in order to do so. But I, I did want to add it because as it stands, the um, that that wallet is uh, is obviously part of the. The treasury at the moment but yeah it's 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 not a multi-sig and it, it holds all of the snx with um with all of the relevant debt as well right so to migrate that address i believe its current debt is about 137 million give or take 100 uh, i think it's less than that i is think it? it's less okay. um let me double check but i think it's actually it's about 100 i think it's about okay. 100 million um so yeah if it's if it's about 100 million uh last time i checked there wasn't 100 million susd in Aave, so flash loans not a thing um so no yeah. you're right it is about it is about 120 128 okay right yeah okay cool so yeah so i guess my question is um uh and i mean this is maybe a separate question but like presumably if this passes we need to really get on this yeah yeah um i didn't want to make it a hard dependency because I, I i did want to get this um it's been sitting around as a sip for a while but uh 
but Rafa and I can um, can catch up and maybe talk about what is the best way of uh, of, of transitioning from that um, that wallet into the the single multi sig. Sorry, the the multi sig that's uh, listed above it. Um, but yeah, the the SUSD, um, you know, obtaining uh, you know that much SUSD is is probably not going to be a, a a quick exercise. Is it possible to do it as part of an upgrade? Are you talking about um, in terms of uh, you know switching uh, from wallet to wallet? You mean the conversation we had earlier, or it's, it's, you're talking about a different upgrade? This this um, moving the SDAO funds from one wallet to another is it possible to like let's say make a new function that lets you move an entire position like that across? Um, I would have thought that would be quite difficult, Justin. Yeah, it's, it's quite a difficult thing to do. It's not bad, hard, I guess, but it's not. Yeah, you've got to play with state contracts that are not. It's a lot of work. Yeah, right. it's yeah, maybe no, not I, the I best idea, but as a last yeah. resort, it's a possibility, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I'm just looking right now on Etherscan to see where there would even be enough. SUSD. Um, I mean, we did, we did propose a um, a migration tool uh, for the L2 migration um, that would have the ability to mint essentially an infinite amount of. I mean, well, okay. There's actually 62 million uh, SUSD in Abe, so you could flash loan. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the multi-sig has 25 million. That gets you to mm -hmm. 80. Not that far off. There's also there's a couple of other people sitting on like 25 yeah. million. Yeah, I mean, what's going on there. We, we we could also um, we could also uh, issue some SUSD um, from the the ETH wrapper. So we go uh, ETH SETH SETH into SUSD, and then yep. um, and then back out again. Yeah. So it would be possible. I think at current prices, you could probably pull it off. I would say, um, yeah, yeah. It needs a obviously needs a, a a detailed plan, which um which I can present. But um, I think that's uh, somewhat of a separate issue to the sit to the sit okay. itself. Yep, fair enough. All right, I accept that. Could be the uh, the Treasury Council's uh, first priority. Yeah, makes sense. Um, cool. Well, in the interest of time, uh, unless anyone has any other questions, I can hand back to DG because I know there's a few other SIPs to, to cover. But um, anyone else want to jump in with any any questions, uh, concerns? I can I can make some changes to the. So there are some some updates that I need to make to the SIP uh, based on this conversation. Um, I guess. DG, do I come back and and present based on the the, the edits, or or like how does the the process work if if a SIP is changed even slightly? Yeah, so I mean, this is really a discussion to surface the edits, and then um, I think the council just needs to determine um, based on the suggestions that were brought up. Like, assuming those suggestions are part of the SIP, you know, does the council feel like they're ready to vote? Um, that's really a question for the council. Okay. 
Cool. All right. Yeah, we, I don't, we can I don't think up. it needs to be represented unless something new pops up. Okay, great. I'll um I'll make those edits. Yeah, so, uh, add, yeah just to add some extra context and uh and maybe um uh yeah ask whether the the council is happy with the, the the language used. Yeah, so I think just to clarify, um, you know, you submit a PR, the SIP editors will uh merge that PR right to make the changes as required. Um, then, you know, anyone on the council uh can take that final version um and put it into vote um provided everyone's comfortable that you know the changes represent uh you know the feedback that's been given then we just vote on it um you know if anyone's not comfortable with that then they obviously would vote to uh to reject it and you know we need to go back through feasibility again um so i think provided the you know um the council's comfortable uh we can just put it to a vote Okay, I'll I'll do the edits and then I'll I'll ping the council and um and we can yeah we can look at those next steps. Cool. Well, yeah, once you once you create the edits, then we'll put the SIP link in the in the voting snapshot. Awesome. Okay, great. Thanks for your time, everyone. Cool. Thanks, uh, Jordan. Yeah. Um. So. Yep. Next up, we got Justin, who's going to present two sips. Yeah. Um, so the sips. A bit over time, but yeah. But I'd be good to just keep going if that's okay. I've got about fifteen minutes. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that sounds okay. good. We'll just keep going. Try to wrap up in fifteen minutes. So the sips that are going to be uh, Justin's going to be presenting on are going to be sips one seventy four and one seventy five. So one seventy four is for redeeming deprecated synths, and one seventy five is for protocol maintenance funding. Um, I'm going to post the mm -hmm. links in the GovCall chat now. So just take a look over there um, if you want to follow along. And Justin, over to you. Cool. Yeah, so SIP 174 is basically, um, uh, we're bounce, all of us are bouncing around some ideas. Um, obviously, a number of you understand that uh, purging is a forcible action that the protocol DAO does to purge uh, a synth holder back to SUSD, basically forcibly exchange them. And we had it for uh, ISINs, right? Because we wanted to, when we wanted to close out an ISYNC um, or reprice it, we needed to basically remove uh, all holders so that when we repriced it, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't new debt created that was shouldn't be. So, so for those of you just to, to re-clarify, every synth that exists basically represents part of the debt pool, right? So if we want to remove a synth from the system, we need to basically burn its supply, right? But how do you burn its supply if someone's holding it and they don't want to, right? We had purging, but purging's not great. So uh, this is an alternative to purging. Um, what it does is it basically, uh, we create a new contract that's connected up to the system. And um, when the protocol DAO, DAO deems a synth to be deprecated, the synth gets removed from the system, but the equivalent amount of SUSD is minted and put into, the, uh, into this contract. And the price of whatever that synth is, is frozen at that moment. So it doesn't matter if it's a long or short, whatever it is, it's just it, whatever the rate is at that moment is frozen in time. And then, um, off into the future, anyone can any moment can exchange that synth for the equivalent amount of SUSD that the price was frozen at. So this is particularly helpful for uh, for contracts that are holding synths. So if you have a, a Tesla balancer pool, for example, um, if you were to try to like say you were trying to deprecate something like you know, the, the Tesla that's in a balancer pool, that wouldn't work, right? Because because uh, you well it would work, but it would mess up the contract because it wouldn't hold any of the token anymore. Um, so it's obviously something we really just want to stop doing purging. 
Um, and this is a much easier and better for the protocol and just allows people to sort of, whenever they're ready, they can swap the, they swap the synth back for the fair value at the time. And the debt is equal in the system because we, because we mint that SUSD at the moment that we remove the synth, we actually keep the debt pool exactly in sync, right? Because the debt pool is, um, is denominated in USD. And so it's basically, uh, you know, we balance the scales at that time. So I think it's a pretty graceful solution. Um, means we don't have to um, go in and update purging um, do different types of purging, what have you. Um, once the council says uh, uh, um, a synth can be uh, deprecated, pretty much the PDAO can just fire up one transaction and this will, will do all the dots for us. So it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty graceful solution to a problem we've been dealing with for a long time. Uh, so hopefully um, we can move along and then uh, unblock the, some of the uh, outstanding SIPs that have been waiting for something like this. Thanks, Justin. I'm really happy with this one. Um, not sure what the rest of the council. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice one. It's, uh, Kane was ruminating on something like it with, uh, I think, with Jacko, and then I sort of took it to the last logical conclusion. So it's a it's a good little uh, it's a good little bit of teamwork, I think, to come up with a great way to solve this problem. It's been bugging us for a long time. Okay, um, I'm looking at the channel. I'm not seeing any questions. So I'll move on to 175, unless uh, someone pops in something for 174. So Jordan's thinking about it. Okay, let's consider he's just still thinking. Um, cool. Yes, 169. It removes a live block for a couple of sets, 169, and, uh, and the. Uh, the iSynth dev delisting um, and the sex token business as well. Cool. Okay. Um, next one is 175. So uh, the protocol DAO needs funds. Basically, uh, there's a couple of things the protocol DAO does regularly. Um, the most common thing is it does upgrades to the protocol, so it needs Ether to do that. Um, and uh, it also is basically supporting the, one of the biggest keepers at the moment is the debt caching snapshot. So basically, the thing that stops issuing and burning and exchanging from being super expensive in gas as it used to be. Um, these are things the protocol DAO has been, you know, being paying for and request funds from the SDAO, but as we're moving over to a treasury council, um, we really feel like we need to uh, siphon off a little bit of SMX every week and be able to have it on the side and ready to convert it to ether whenever we need it, rather than having to ask the council, uh, the treasury council for it regularly. So this is a uh, SIP in order to divert 1,000 SOX, uh, 1,000 SMX a week to the, uh, the protocol DAO multi-sig. Any questions on this one? No. Any questions from the council? Okay, with that, um, I guess I guess some people might have concerns about just like enshrining into the protocol that a thousand S and X gets sold for ETH each week mm -hmm. or get sold for week that you immediately get sold every week well i mean presumably you're going to need to sell it to get ETH because you need ETH for this funding um, 
for sure we do just the question is like do we need to do it every week i'd like rather do it on a as needs basis but we can there's already snx in the uh, protocol now but i think anyone can have a look and see what happens and if they see that snx is piling up and it's not being used for for funds we can you know we can uh we can reduce we create an, you can account to create another ccp to reduce the number or uh and you know the protocol dial can be sort of compelled to send the snx back um not sure where we'd where it'd send it, but I'm pretty confident. Um, we could always send it back as ETH or, or buy SUSD and send it to the debt pool and burn it or something like that, if need be. Yeah, yeah it's okay. hard to do the SNX number because because SNX shifts so much. Your speak penny talks about it. It's really hard to get the number because it's been paid in ETH, so it's it's a best guess. It's um, somewhat a conservative guess, but the best guess of what we think it'll be good to, you know, given the fact that usually there's no, the releases are like once every month, more or less. Um, and then depending on the price of gas, how much we have to burn to get through things and deploy contracts, what have you. Obviously, now we have uh, layer two as well, and it's obviously cheaper, but we still obviously have to maintain the the, the, the rack teeth now on a number of different um, accounts because we have a keeper on there as well. Okay, I mean, it seems reasonable enough to me. I just wanted to raise that. Yep. And I guess it's just it's just too much of a it's too much of a difficulty to work with the Treasury Council on this, or is it more of like we don't want to deal with it during the transition period? I think it's overall overhead. It's just a lot of work to constantly ask. You know, then how much do you ask for hundred SNX? Uh, sorry, hundred ETH at a time. And then it's like, okay, well, then we have to remember to do it again. And you know, yeah. Um, like even even with V three, there's going to be cost. It's going to be cheaper with V three because the upgrades going to be a bit cheaper. But there's still going to be for deploying contracts and connecting them up. There's still some basic, uh, you know, costs of gas that need to be paid for the protocol to maintain itself. Anything else from the council or do we feel we're ready to vote? No issues for me. Uh, I think it's fine. Um, I think it can also be, uh, you know, a, a temporary thing if the treasury council decides that they want to, uh, you know, implement some other process, they can, they can implement that process and we can deprecate this one. Just jurisdiction. I'm just going to ignore that. Um, just based on like the jurisdictionally, yeah, I say that. Um, it seems like it makes more sense for it to be with the Treasury Council. Yeah, but, agreed. That's a, yeah. So that, did I did I say Spawn Council? I thought I said Treasury Council. Yeah, you said Treasury Council. I'm just saying oh, okay. that I, right. I'm good with this as like a temporary, we don't want to deal with this right now. But I do think that having this under the Spurring Council purview is maybe not ideal since we're not necessarily... Right, I see what you're saying. Uh, so mm -hmm. here's a question, uh, which I think I asked before, and maybe it was, uh, yeah, maybe this was just like, let's just solve this problem rather than 
but like the PDAO does have somewhere on the order of 100,000 SNX in it right now, if I'm not mistaken, which would be 100 weeks worth of this. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they want to push back, but then it's a question of like, does it, whose remit is it the, the inflation every week? Is I would imagine still the Spartan Council, but maybe it isn't. That's just, uh, that's yeah, I think it would be a right? to the inflation. I was, I was more suggesting that the Treasury Council might give the the PDAL, uh like a you know quarterly budget or something like that, and just pay it in ETH out of the out of the Treasury. That was that was what I was presuming, rather than diverting inflation. I mean, we don't have an urgent need now because of that. Let's say the SNX there, so. If the council would prefer to do that, then looking ahead, that's fine with us. I think it makes more sense that way since the Treasury Council is handling most of the other like operational costs. They're going to have more insight as to um, how to handle it, how to negotiate it. And they also will have probably some ETH available as opposed to diverting inflation. I certainly hope that I have some ETH available. Okay. Yeah, it seems like big, big, uh, big penny seems to agree as well. I'm not hearing anything else, any other opinions otherwise. So that's fine. I'm, I think that that's, uh, that can work. You know, as long as that gets sorted out in the next few months, which it seems like it will, then I think we'll be okay. All right. So, uh, are you, as the author, proposing to just move this to rejected? Um. Yeah, I can move. I can handle that. I can. Ha I mean, I'd bring okay. it up again, but I guess it causes it as a treasury sip or whatever that will be. Yeah. An STP. Yeah. STP. STP. Um. Yeah. I have to rewrite it. Sorry. Give me a chance. You love me. <laughs> governance. You said no. plus governance. You got you got rugged. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. Um uh could you thanks. Yeah. Could you uh DJ, could you just update that one to rejected? Yeah. Cool. How grand is rugged yesterday? <laughs> Cool. Is that it? I think we're good. Yep. All good. right. Thanks everyone for your time. Thanks, we appreciate you sticking around uh, for going a bit over here and uh, we'll make the recording available um, to the community. So look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks again for your time. Thanks council members. Thanks uh, Jordan Thanks, and Justin. Thanks everyone. Right, thanks. Take care. Thanks,